2: Hey, it's Erica Aguilar, producer and editor for The Bay. Devin's out on vacation for a couple of weeks, so it's just you and me. And today we're bringing you a story about a teenage girl from San Pablo whose life at first revolved around soccer matches and college prep, but now it's courtrooms, protests, and being the face of a lawsuit against the Trump administration.
0: I felt like I needed to speak up and help represent all of the children whose parents have TPS and could be sent back.
2: 15-year-old Krista Ramos is the lead plaintiff in a lawsuit against the federal government over ending what's called temporary protected status. It's a short-term law that shields more than 300,000 immigrants living in the U.S. right now
3: from deportation. Here was an option that could provide, you know, a change for what her family was gonna face. Today, what's it like to be a teen going toe-to-toe with the White House? I'm Erica Aguilar, welcome to The Bay. not only the public attention you and your family might get, but the fact that you as a teen are facing a very powerful U.S. government official. Farida Javela Romero covers immigration for KQED.
0: Krista was born in California. I was born in Bay, but I've lived for most of my life in San Pablo.
3: She goes to school in Marin, I think the first time I saw her, she was, you know, with a a group of people, you know, behind, like,
0: banners, safe TPS. And then she stepped onto a mic. It was shocking to me to find out that I can lose my mom in 18 months. I am here because I don't think it is fair that I have to choose to stay in my country or go to El Salvador with my mom. She told us why she was there. I don't want the government to split my family and to lose my home, my friends, and the opportunity to a good education.
3: And that she believed that this was something that that was going to impact, you know, a lot more people than her family and many other children of holders of TPS like herself.
0: I'm not only here to represent my family, but the kids who are going through the same thing.
2: Last March, the ACLU of Southern California, along with the National Day Labor Organizing Network, filed a lawsuit on behalf of nine people living under temporary protected status and U.S. citizen children, like Krista Ramos. The lawsuit challenges the Trump administration's decision to end deportation protection and employment rights for TPS holders from El Salvador, Haiti, Nicaragua, and Sudan. Let's jump back a little bit and talk about what is temporary protective status or TPS as we've
3: been talking about it. So Congress created TPS in 1990. The idea was to give some relief to people who were already in the US but couldn't return to their countries because there had been some major natural disaster or civil war, you know, just some reason that made it really unsafe for them uh, to return. Mm -hmm. Previous administrations had decided that it warranted to extend TPS, especially people from El Salvador. The U.S. gave Salvadorans this status to help after devastating earthquakes hit in 2001.
2: They are the latest group to face possible deportation in the future. The Trump administration has... What was Trump's reasoning for sunsetting the TPS status?
3: The administration says that this is only a temporary program. So we didn't dispute the country conditions are difficult in El Salvador. That they reviewed the conditions in the country. But unfortunately, the law requires me, if I cannot say
1: that the conditions emanating from the earthquake still exist, regardless of other systemic conditions, I must terminate TPS.
3: She decided that it was no longer warranted because the original conditions that had led to the TPS status uh, were no longer there. Cristina didn't tell her kids for a long time that she had TPS. Cristina Morales is Krista's
2: mom. She came to the U.S. from El Salvador when she was 12 years old and has been living here
0: under TPS. I left behind my family in El Salvador, and I don't have any contact with them because this has been my home. Immigrants
2: from El Salvador make up the majority of TPS holders and have been eligible for TPS for more than 15 years. What was the decision? What was the thinking behind Cristina and Krista were considering when they decided to get involved
3: in this TPS lawsuit? So... Basically, they broke the news to Krista once the administration announced that it was ending the program and that these people in a few months were going to, you know, not have these uh,
0: protections anymore. So my parents were explaining it to me, telling me that we're going to find a way to keep our family together and get through this. Big news for for right. teenagers so, and for
3: kids. Yeah. So Krista said her parents sat her down one night before uh, bed that they'd already put to bed her younger brother, who's twelve, and they, you know, told her what was going on and that her mom might
0: not be able to live in this country anymore. That night, I was there was a lot of thoughts going through my head, like what was going to happen. It was it was hard. that That day, that night was hard.
3: She said she was, you know, really shocked, Uh, couldn't sleep that night, couldn't concentrate in school, you know, and just didn't know what was going on. And then that um, sort of despair gave way to hope when she found out about this lawsuit. And I think that's one of the reasons maybe she decided so early to just jump in there, you know, and be part of it.
0: I think about how there's other kids who are maybe too scared to speak up or they don't understand. Maybe they're too young or maybe they have a disability and they aren't able to speak up. So I chose to help them and be the voice of all of the kids who are going to the same thing. I mean, here was
3: an option that could provide, you know, a change for what her family was going to face. How did you decide with your mom to be part of
0: this? Um, Well, when they asked me, I was I was kind of nervous at first because I didn't know if I was going to be able to talk in front of everyone. But now people have given, been giving me more confidence and I feel like I can talk in front of more people now. What's your message for the Trump administration? Um, that we're going to win, and that I'm not scared, and that no one's scared anymore.
2: Maybe what Krista was calculating is um, the risk that she could face without, I'm guessing, growing up with her mom right like either she has to decide right
3: the lawsuit what the all these plaintiffs because it's not just Krista, it's it's uss and kids of tps holders and other tps holders from around the country including people from from haiti and uh, sudan the choice that they're facing they say according to this lawsuit is just the children would be forced to decide to live in the u.s their country without their parent Or parents, because sometimes, you know, it's both parents Mm -hmm. who have TPS, Mm -hmm. or move with their parents to countries that they don't consider safe. Right. Or they don't know. And they don't know. A federal judge tonight blocking the Trump administration from ending the TPS program.
2: Back in October, a federal judge in San Francisco issued a preliminary injunction, which stopped the administration temporarily from ending TPS protections.
3: Tonight's ruling is not final, but will apply as a lawsuit challenging the administration's move proceeds. Judge Chen ruled that he was granting this temporary injunction, which basically meant that he was halting the Trump administration's uh, decision to end TPS, not only for the people in the lawsuit, but nationwide, off the bat, that was affecting already uh, hundreds of thousands of people in the country. And that's something that, you know, I feel like Krista and her family say has already been a a positive result of their decision to be part of this lawsuit.
0: When we found out the news I was happy and I was I was on my way to school so when I got to school all my teachers were congratulating me because they already knew and that made me feel more comfortable and positive. If
2: Things don't go mm-hmm. their way. What does it sort of mean for Krista and her family, and how are her parents sort of helping uh, Krista go through this as a as a teenager, you know, mm-hmm. facing um,
3: the Trump administration and yeah, these big policy ideas? right. The first time I met the whole family was at a soccer field uh, in high school in Richmond. <laughs> So can you please introduce yourself? Yeah, so my name is um, Edgar Ramos. And Cristina? Cristina Morales. They always talked about how united their family is and how much they love each other. To me, I mean, family, family is like number one. I guess I practice my religion too, so I believe in God. So for me, family, keep families, you know, together, to me it's very important. For Krista's mom, I think the main worry is that she wouldn't be able to live in the U.S. with her kids.
0: And in my mind, I cannot imagine that I have to make them decide to give up everything they have and to follow me to a country that even I don't feel comfortable.
3: So the parents said that what they try to do is they stick to their normal routine as much as they can. You know, it's like I bring my kids in the morning to school. It's like traffic in the morning, then go to my job, traffic in the afternoon, and then come to the practice with my kids and you know with the soccer teams. So for me, you know, being together is like it's number one. They just try to remind their children of how much they love them and that they're gonna try to take it step by step and they're gonna figure it out together as a family, whatever happens.
0: We've just been staying positive, looking at it on the bright side. My dream is to go to college to get a good career. Right now I'm thinking of being an immigration lawyer. I
3: don't know. When I was 14, I didn't have that, like, you know, drive and that <laughs> already, like, a plan like they do, you know, so. Or your name on
2: a federal court case. It's crazy. Yeah,
3: so I've. this is a family that has dreams, you know, and they have dreams in California, and they want to see them. They want to have the chance to, to go after that. Farida
2: Javila Romero covers immigration for KQED. The Department of Homeland Security has appealed the judge's temporary injunction ruling. Farida says attorneys for Ramos and the eight other plaintiffs in the case expect a hearing sometime next month. And part of President Trump's initial offer to end the government shutdown last month include TPS protections, so it'll be something to watch for to see if Congress includes TPS and its negotiations that are going on right now to keep the government open past February 15th. Today's episode was produced by Ashley Ann Craigbaum and Jeremy Siegel. I'm Erica Aguilar. You've been listening to The Bay. We'll see you on Wednesday.